people just die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were just talking about the um about the new i the new Mac Pro that's coming out. It has fucking it looks like a subwoofer. <laughs> it has twelve cores dedicated to subwoofing. Black Oni. Gigabyte per second data transmission. Like <laughs> that's absurd. That's absurd. Like what that's so awesome. Not to mention that in typical Apple Apple fashion, like sixty gigabytes per second data transmission, but like what else could you possibly transfer that much data to? Right. Nothing. Like nothing else is gonna support that <laughs> right. for like ten years. Seven teraflops of GPU performance. Yeah, like I um like speaking of going towards like PC gaming and stuff like that, like I I just got it encasing for uh for an old hard drive that I have uh, from like when I had my PS3, when I got the new PS3, I, I upgraded the hard drive. And so the old hard drive is now in there. So I'm using that to store some of the stuff I, I have on this external hard drive so that I can run PC games off of the external hard drive so I don't have them taking up space on the actual I should totally do that. I have my old PS3 that died. Like it's 320 gigabyte hard drive just sitting, like doing nothing. Yeah, you can get an encasing for like 10 bucks and just yeah. use that. That's what I'm doing. And it's pretty badass. And then when the PS4 comes, I'm going to upgrade the, the hard drive to either one terabyte or two terabyte. Can you upgrade the hard drive in the PS4? Yes. Nice. Yes, you can. I'm totally doing that. I don't want to open it up, though. That's the thing. So if they make it really easy to do that, I'll be very happy. It was really easy in like the original model PS3. Right, right. Uh, but then they the stopped ones. that. Well, actually, no. The, the Slims are pretty easy to do that, too. I thought slim, that though, or... I was reading that you can't. Like, if you try, it won't format the hard drive. Like, you can't use it. It did for me. Oh, weird. Yeah. Wait, I think it did. Yeah, it had to have. Yeah, because how else would I have that hard drive? I I don't know. Aha! <laughs> I don't. Or maybe because when I I traded my PS my older PS3 for the PS3 Slim, so maybe when I upgraded my hard drive back then. I put the other hard drive in there, and then... Because I was, I was looking to see if I could take my old hard drive from, like, my old PS3 and put it in the new one and not lose, like, everything I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And it conclusively said you cannot put a new hard drive in the PS3. What the fuck? Like, the new ones will not work. Huh. That's interesting. I don't remember what I did anymore now. Maybe I'm only using the hard Unless, drives. like, you have a newer one than I do. When did you get your PS3? Well, I got my first PS3 back in 2006. Like, like the one that you're talking about? The one I'm talking about, I got it uh, two years ago. Yeah, that's about when I got mine. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about then. I don't know why I have an extra hard drive then. Wouldn't be the first time. Hey! Oh! <laughs> Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Black Oni Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I am joined by two very special guests. One of these people is your homie D. Hey, what's up? The other one is the 1KK. What's going on? And his picture isn't moving right now, but you know. Oh, no, again? Yeah, I fucking Skype, man. <laughs> like, I would use something else, but the fact that I'm already paying for Skype and I already like bought software to be able to use. It could be the internet connection here is really weird, like... It goes really, really slowly and then boosts up 
to really high speeds. What are you using for internet? Uh, it's Xfinity, so it's... Uh, it has its moments. Yeah. For whatever reason, that's what I had in my old apartment, too. And here it's just much more intermittent. Like, I'm, it's... I'm using Xfinity right now, too, but I'm, maybe it's because of, like, where you're located. Depending on where you're located, that's when they can allocate yep. bandwidth a certain way. I don't know. Yeah. It's dumb. That scratchy-ass noise. What the fuck is that? That might have been my chair moving. Oh, okay. Yeah, is my voice coming through a lot louder than it usually does? Um, no. Uh, Not really, no. Okay, good. Am I coming through at all? You said what now? Is my voice coming through at all? Oh, yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. I could probably hear you better in a second once you, whatever you just did there. I don't know what you did. Believe <laughs> in magic. Something, something, something. I don't know the rest of the words for that song. It says in a young girl's heart at one point, which is really creepy. A ah, little bit. You know what other song is really creepy as hell? The um, dun, 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 dun. like the one Faith Hill like did a remake of. It was like um, I can't remember. Every step you make, every breath. Oh, you every take. step you take. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you think about it, that's kind of creepy as fuck. Because he's like, it, yeah, every step you take, I'm gonna be watching you. It's a yeah, it's, it's a song about a, it's stalker. Yeah, most yeah. people listening to that song don't really make that connection. <laughs> yeah, that's what Kiss said. He said, "I don't know why people play it at their wedding." But the song about a stalker. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's pretty weird. Yeah, that's so true. Now he literally said that though. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty awesome. <laughs> okay. Anyway, getting onto the agenda. We're gonna start with our uh, icebreaker. <laughs> What is that? That's our oh. icebreaker. Our, uh, 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 icebreaker. <laughs> Yay. What games are currently in your backlog? So many. Yeah. So, so many. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, it. Tales of Zillia. Because I bought it, played it for 20 minutes, and haven't touched it since. <laughs> and it looks awesome, but I haven't played it, and I can't seem to invest myself. The Last of Us. Oh, really? Because I played it for like two hours, and that was right when it came out, and it had that glitch where it just didn't save anything and wouldn't let me save anything. Oh, no. So I haven't gone back to it since. That's such a like game breaker because Dave was having the same problem with the online. Yeah. Like anytime we played online, nothing ever saved for him. So I was like, oh my yeah. god, that's so awful. And it infuriated me to the point where I stopped playing. <sighs> um, such a damn good game. The Witcher Two, because it's sitting on my PC and nice. uh, haven't touched it. Well, I heard that game is spectacular, though. I know. And <laughs> these are all games that require massive investments, and I think that's the problem, too, yeah. is I keep thinking maybe I should start it, and then I see something shiny and new, and I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'll just go pick up this other new thing instead. Um, but there are so many games in my backlog, it's not, it's not even funny. <laughs> well, what, what is the one game you think you should be moving back <clears throat> to, then, in terms of the I backlog? should play The, the Last of Us. You know, it's, mm. it's supposed to be amazing, and uh, I haven't played it. And it. I bought it the day it came out, and haven't played it since the day it came out. So <laughs> oh, no. they did release some patches, so maybe they fixed it. Yeah, they fixed it like the day after I finished. But I, it was more than two hours. It, I played for like five or six hours straight, and I was just like, I'm not doing this entire thing again. Oh no! So oh no! I, yeah. I figure it'll reach a point where I've pretty much forgotten like what I did for those first five hours, and I can start again. That's good. 
Yeah. That's that is one thing I really love about backlogs is like, you know, after a little while, like I, I hadn't I'd stayed away from Mass Effect three for like a good like seven or eight months after I had, you know, been playing it for a while. And then like I played it again to beat beat on hard mode, like on its hardest mode so I can get that last trophy. So obnoxious. It's so but it's it's it just reminded me of like how good the game was though. Yeah. Like going through it again. I was just like, oh my god, like I'm getting those same feelings of like immersion, like character investment and stuff. That's how I felt about Dragon Age this year. Like playing that again over the summer, like Mm -hmm. the first one, that game is so amazingly good. I need to play that. It's glitchy. Like the first one's glitchy. Mm -hmm. Um but it's it's so good. EA makes good games. They just they have this thing where they, they don't they're not perceived very well in the public eye. Yeah. Uh, what's in your backlog, but Dan? Um, recently I've been playing Borderlands 2, uh, Pokemon, and Persona 3. Mm-hmm. Good but choice. in my backlog, uh, I have um, Psychonauts mm-hmm. that I bought during the Steam sale for like $1.75 or some shit like that. Yeah. And I have yet to beat it. I have Saints Row the Third that I, that's in my backlog because my computer like can't handle it sometimes. Mm. I got Deus Ex in there, Human Revolution, all that shit. Nice. And um, oh yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Four and Fire Emblem Awakening because I played like a I've good got, amount. I got those two in mind, so I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like almost done with Shin Megami Tensei Four, but I want the neutral path. And it's like, oh, you have to beat, like, fucking Merkaba and Lilith. And I'm just like, that is too much work. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, I'm not going to beat the bosses of these, like, both two different chapters just to get a good ending. Fuck that. <laughs> and uh, Fire Island was, was cool, but, like, it just got tedious to a point where, like, I'm playing on casual mode, too. I'm not even playing on, like, normal mode. It's just, it's just really fucking tedious because you want to, yeah. like, Marry people and shit and get good abilities. I'm just like, fuck this. <laughs> Fire Emblem was one of those where I walked away from it and like didn't come back to it for a week. And by the time I went back to it, I was just so confused. Mm. Like, yeah. so confused about the gameplay mechanics, so confused about everything. And I was like, I need to stop. Yeah. Well, this this is this raises a really interesting question that I kind of I don't know if I hinted at this because I was like kind of halfway asleep when I wrote this agenda. Uh. One of the things that I'm seeing a lot of people really praising is simplicity in, in some of the, the titles that are coming out now. Like, um, like I've always remember growing up, like, I love the most complex games that you can get. Like, there's this game called uh, Phantom Blast or something like that. It was on Xbox. And it was, like, a card-based battle game, but also it was real-time action. So, like, all of your attacks were based on cards. It sounds so- like Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Yeah, I I am not getting the remake because it doesn't look that much better and I don't need Rechain of Memories again. Right, right. And I want to play uh, 358 over 2, is that the name? I think so. Yeah. But they're not even giving you the game, they're giving you three three hours of cutscenes and no game. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. That's way better. Well, yeah, but they couldn't upscale the Game Boy graphics to like actual console graphics, so they just didn't. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and they're telling you you're getting three games, and you're getting, like, two, two games that are slightly upscaled, and then a three-hour movie. Right. Well, the thing, the thing is, like, 358 days, like, uh, I started playing that on the DS, and by level seven, I was bored as shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I so, don't I don't understand why they won't just release like a pack that has just one and two and that's it. Like Yeah, I don't know. I want to play Final Mix of Kingdom Hearts One, but not enough to buy the game again. Right. I actually I I never bought any of the, the Kingdom Hearts games. I only borrowed them from people. But I've beaten both of them, so look at you. Listen. Fucking gooch. <laughs> step up well, to a real fan, why don't you? If they would step up to a real release, then maybe I would. I think the, the second like HD pack, if they release the second one, is going to be awesome. Because that'll have like Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts 2, um, Dream Drop Distance. And those are those games are all phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Well, some of those bundles released on PSP, right? Yeah, Dream, Dream Drop, uh, Birth by Sleep is PSP. Gotcha. Dream Drop Distance is 3DS. Yep. I beat that. I beat that with thirty-four percent complete. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the uh, the end movie? Like, the, if you had gotten a hundred percent complete, what you would have seen? No, no, no. That's not to watch the end movie. You just have to shoot the letters like Kingdom Hearts. That's it, and then you can see the movie. What? There's something else too, though. I think. No. I YouTube didn't watch it. What is it? The one with like fucking Kyrie? There was something else too. I can't remember really? what. Maybe not. Maybe maybe that was all you had to do. I Spoiler forget. alerts. Yeah. <laughs> I, fin- I finished it on a bus home from New York. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I'm going to be looking forward to. Um, I'm going to everyone, you know, all the viewers at home and stuff, going to be going to New York Comic Con. Um, I kind of want to get a Vita so I can play while I'm on my my bus trip down there. Um, mm, but I, yeah, I'm not driving. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Um, but I want to get a. I want to wait until Black Friday though, because I know there's going to be a good deal for the Vita at that point. Like I know there is, and there's all this stuff coming out for the Vita that I really want to buy and play. And I'm I'm kind of at a crossroads now where it's like, do I? I mean, even if I want to get like a Nintendo system, like a you know 3DS, like I should just wait until then. But like I don't I don't do enough mobile gaming to justify like getting it for any other stuff aside from like events like that. Yeah. And Pokemon, yeah, yeah. I kind I, I, when you get Pokemon, I want to, I want to see that game in action because, like, I, I miss playing Pokemon games. Which is it's gonna shit. be the sickest, <laughs> one of the dopest game of all time. It's gonna win Game of the Year on every console. I bet. You. <laughs> <laughs> give, give it a year for PlayStation Four, <laughs> Pokemon X Y X Y. That's why you got a system. I, do <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Um, sick. So I still have a bunch of games on my backlog. I'm not even like counting any of the PC stuff that I wanted to get into, um, that are, that have just been past releases. But I have um, this is a game called Runner Two that just came out that I just started playing a little bit. Yep. And it's kind of fun. I mean, it's it's a it's a you know indie title, of course. It's very it's so frustrating. <laughs> I've only gotten like three levels in. And, I like, can't jump over stairs. <laughs> like. I can get over the enemies fine, and then I reach a staircase and I die every time. <laughs> Those fucking stairs. It's 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 so cool though. I mean, it's like all the music goes to like when you collect items, like it's all synchronized perfectly. So like when you collect an item, it goes to the beat rhythm of the song that you're playing, and it's 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 cute. I like it. Yeah. Um, but I just started playing that. I just started playing Odd World Munch's Odyssey. God, I I haven't played Oddworld games in so long. They are fucking weird. Yep, they they're are really hard, really really hard. It is bizarre. Like, like there's, yeah. there's a lot of humor in there. Like as a little kid, you probably don't really understand most of it. And like 
the uh, the fact that little kids were playing some of these games, I'm just like, this is too freaky for me <laughs> to yeah. to handle as an adult. <laughs> why, why are kids just like okay with this? Well, it's kind of like cartoons, man. Well, like uh, I think Paul McCartney said, um, cartoons aren't only for children; they're also for adults that do drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the same thing with video games, too. Scooby-Doo. I mean, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, man, it's not always child-friendly. Right. And you come back and you realize you were scarred as a child when you played these games. You just didn't, you, weren't, you didn't know enough to know that you were scarred. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's basically what happened with Onward. I was like, oh, my God. Like, they, they, in the first, like, they do a recap of everything that happened in the first Oddworld games. And like, oh, you know, I discovered a secret and that's why they're after me. And the secret he discovered is that this meat factory that he's working at is has a new recipe for the people, like one of the people that Abe is, whatever that creature is, like they're making the meat out of them. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, this is fucked up. <laughs> Little kids <laughs> should not be knowing about And they this. make soda out of other creatures, too. It's weird. Yeah, and like they make you addicted to it. Like there, there are like a lot of ph- philosophical like things going on, like political, you yep. know, drops of in hints in there like oh my god this is kind of deep <laughs> yep <clears throat> kind of twisted too but you know whatever um i still haven't beat assassin's creed 3 oh uh, no 4 assassin's three. creed you said what I said i hate assassin's creed why do you hate assassin's creed it makes absolutely no sense like why would you be dressed in all white in a town full of red and brown <laughs> I like that that is the reason why you hate it that makes it worthwhile <laughs> that's the reason it doesn't make sense to you <laughs> like you're an assassin too and it's just like you would never wear this like at all and you're supposed to blend in with the monks like fuck that they yeah. found me every single time and they killed me you <laughs> wasn't yeah. doing it right <laughs> yeah that game just sucks <laughs> well I feel like the stealth mechanics aren't really stealth mechanics they're just ways of kind of blending into environments as opposed to like actually yeah. being sneaky but you can't like just go around and kill everything either though because like there's i don't get it i just don't understand that game i see where you're coming from though it's it's yeah. i mean like it doesn't it doesn't lend itself to to pure stealth action it's just like the perception of stealth <laughs> like, <laughs> what is like, it's hard yeah, yeah it's kind of a weird thing to explain but it's like it, it, dark it, corner it, is a shadow, it, but not really. <laughs> so that dark corner is a shadow, but not really. Right, it doesn't actually do anything for you. It's just and and you can sit on a bench with two other people, and even though you're dressed in the exact same clothes that no one else is wearing, nobody can see you. Right, because you're That's sitting nice. on a bench with two other people. It just glaze over you. Yeah, makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, None. I I enjoyed them at first, but they do get super repetitive. Yeah, like. The newest Assassin's Creed was cool because of the like the ship combat mm. and because of like the vast wilderness, but even that got old so fast. Yeah, because like there, I I mentioned this before in another podcast. Like at some point, like I just don't want to be traversing through this entire snowy environment because it takes me a half hour to get from point A to point B. Like yeah. I kind of just want to get to the next mission, and I kind of don't want to be stealthy. I just want to kind of use the free flow gameplay mechanics to just you know slice people up. Like yeah, I've, and it's like. You could go and complete your next story objective, or you could do these 256 other side quests for no apparent reason that get you no, nothing. Yeah. Except better side quests. And it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm good, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop now. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. I they, still... need new, they need a new Tenchu game. That's a yes! 
I need I need more ninja and samurai games in my life right now. I, yep. There aren't enough of either of those things going on. Like space. What? I said I have so much space on like my screen. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Space Ninjas. I was so excited. I was like, that's Warframe, dude! <laughs> yeah, that, that is Warframe, actually. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to that game. And it's going to be free. Woo! Yeah, you can't go wrong. 99. It's already out on PC, though. Kind yeah, of. it is. Like, I think it's, a, it's in beta. Yeah. So I'm going to download the beta, because now that, you know, the whole PC thing, PC gaming, you know, got my gaming mouse. What? what? I, can, <laughs> I can do that now. So... I can I can experience Warframe before I experience it on PlayStation Four and be like you know what like I'm glad I got this on PS Four, blah blah blah. Um, dude, I still haven't beaten so many games or I haven't played them in so long. Like Deus Ex, I still uh, Human Revolution, I still haven't beaten that. It was so I, short. I, you can beat it in like ten hours. And I still haven't done it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a problem. Um, I still haven't beaten Hitman Absolution. I'm having a lot of fun with that game. Um, there's just a lot of shit that I have, like I haven't even like played in a long time. I haven't beaten yeah. uh, the the. This is more shit I can't even think of right now. There's like, you know, the good thing about the summer is that like you can go to your backlog. But the bad thing about this summer is like there still was a lot of great stuff that came out this summer. Yeah, which is weird. There was a lot. Of, there were a lot of summer releases this year. Yeah, I think it's because like it's right before the next generation, and they they're yeah. just trying to get their stuff out there. And I know that there's been like a movement for the last several years to sort of spread releases out over the course of the year because mm-hmm. overall all all of the games do better when you do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's still kind of obnoxious because I want to play my old games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things. Um, I guess we kind of talked about what we were playing this week already. Um, I think the uh, I talked about Runner. I talked about. Oh, Splinter Cell. I'm still playing Splinter Cell because that game is amazing, but I haven't been able to play that much this week because like, I, I just did my first, the first ever Black Oni review uh, that is up on YouTube now. Um, Woo! Yeah! Congratulations. Thank Nicely you. done. Thank you. I, I'm very <laughs> proud of that project. It took me a really long time to get all that together. So I have like a new level of appreciation for people who review video games. Cause it's like, I've always like thought of it as like a really cool thing. It was like, oh man, like I, you know... I assume it's not easy, but at the same time, like I would love to be able to do this all the time. And, yeah. Like having spent like a full week just working on it, I'm just like, oh my god, this is so <laughs> much work. <laughs> Why would anyone do this to themselves? <laughs> I hear you. But I'm gonna do more though. Um, I already had like the first couple people say like they you know they want to see more reviews and stuff like that. So that's good. It's good to hear that. It's good to hear that. Um. But, yeah, I mean, those are basically what I've been playing. Is, is there anything that we, we didn't talk about for you guys that you've been playing that you think people should check out? I've been playing tons of uh, A Realm Reborn, oh, Final nice. Fantasy XIV. that? It's so good, except, you know, that I haven't been able to log on for, like, the last week because their servers are always full. But yeah. they upgraded them. They're getting better. They extended the trial period. Um, it's worth checking out. Yeah. Like, it, it's going to get repetitive eventually, but did, it's worth checking out. Did you have to out. pay for it, or is it free to play? You have to pay for it. Ah. And then there's a subscription fee, too. Oh, dear lord. Yeah. So Square I'm, Enix, they, they don't like free things. No, no, they don't. I'm probably going to look into that on PlayStation 4. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm kind of torn again, because there's going to be a lot of games. Like now, now that I'm like finally taking the, the plunge into PC gaming, like 
there's so many games that I could play on PC that would probably be a better overall experience in terms of like the way it runs. Yeah. But at the same time, like I just I really love playing games on my on on PlayStation consoles and like in front of the TV, like on the couch, just like laid back. There is a very different a different very different feel to it that I don't know. I do love. Yeah, yeah. Like I like I like the keyboard and mouse thing, but at the same time, like I think even when um, the PS4 drops, they said like from day one you're going to be able to plug this into the uh, a PC and use it as a controller for your PC. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing that with Titanfall. <laughs> Just putting it out there. I'm going to be... Oh, your, your image just disappeared. Hang on. <laughs> what did you do? I'm back. All, All right. right. Cool. Um, I, I'm going to be definitely playing um, playing Titanfall on my PC with a yeah. PS4 controller. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so awesome. But Wait, 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 wait. Yep. Really? Yep. I'm doing that. I'm totally doing that. <laughs> Totally just play on the keyboard and mouse. Well, I like the I like using. I, I well, like. Okay, I'm I'm only saying that because like I played um now that we're talking about FPS technically. Yeah. Uh, I played Transformers Three. I'm like, oh, where you go? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's about to get something real quick. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm gonna keep talking. I played um, I played Time Splitters three on GameCube, and I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, oh, man, the controls are like pretty fucking tight on that game. And I played um, uh, I was playing Borderlands on PC with an Xbox controller, and the Xbox controller sucks. Xbox three sixty controller. <laughs> and I'm playing it now with keyboard and mouse, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is great. And I'm like recalling all these like uh, Counter Strike. Counter-Strike's the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Counter-Strike memories and shit. And I'm like, wow. You know, and uh, Warrock, I used to play that. Uh, that was a um, FPS MMO, too. And I'm like, yeah, keyboard and mouse is the way to go when it comes to FPS. But um, not fucking PS, PlayStation controller. Fuck, fuck that shit. Man, it's like, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's like the difference between, like, using, you know, a regular controller versus, like, a racing wheel when you're playing a racing game. Like it's totally a different experience, but like, um, I, I I don't know what it is. Like the the idea of clicking as opposed to like pressing a trigger for shooting, just feels like they I feel like I'm light- cheating. <laughs> you should just make fucking light guns for computers, then. like that would be legit. I think they do. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a thing. It's a it's a legit thing. But like, I still like. Yeah, I'm gonna get so much wow. hate for this because I'm gonna get a conversation. Fuck you! You don't like PC gaming? Like, I like PC game, but I still prefer using controllers for almost everything. Like for real time strategy stuff, like I do like using a keyboard and mouse more so because like it, it, like you're managing stuff. You're like, why the fuck would you ever use a controller for real time? <laughs> well, I've done it with XCOM though, and it works really well. Yeah, and I've done it with Civilization. Um, like Civilization Revolution, which is way simplified, but it still works pretty well. Right, and like with the PS4 controller, now that it has like a touchpad on it too, like you'll you'll have you have a lot more versatility in the way that you you, you know perform input commands and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't. It's been a while since I've done any real PC gaming. So once I get back into it, I might sit, you know start saying, "Yeah, PC gaming is better." But I, I I like every time I play on a PC, I'm just like, man, I wish I was using a controller right now. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is like PC gaming has its ups and its downs, but it don't got Pokemon, so there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You can emulate it, but it's not legit. It's not like you can trade your emulated Pokemon to your game cartridge. If you could do that, then, like, okay, that's the shit. But you can't. <laughs> so that. Pretty much. Um, okay. So, the latest game releases to have graced our presence. Total War Rome 2. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about that. I heard it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Angry Joe did a did a, a segment where he was really just upset about how bad the AI was when he was playing. He, um, he, he like, showed a demonstration of him playing. He was, like, making his people uh, aboard one of the other enemy ships. And so he had, like, a bunch of his ships. Like, they were throwing javelins and stuff like that. I was like, all right, they're boarding this ship. And, like, the enemy destroyed the ship that he was coming on, one of the ships he was coming on, so that he was going to take over one of the ships. And so, like, he went on one of the ships and killed the people. He's like, all right, we'll take this over. And then the people who went from the, from the Angry Joe ship to the enemy ship, they went back to their now burning ship <laughs> that was being destroyed, and they all died. He's like, why the fuck would they do that? Like, he <laughs> told them to take it over so that they can, like, use that ship instead. And they all, like, he just had, like, a whole fleet of people die because the AI was too, too stupid to understand what was going on. Scared. <laughs> they were too scared. They were too scared they know what to do. They just they retweeted. They would rather immolate themselves than actually fight a war. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pacifists. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they can't swim, so. <laughs> they all just try. Might as well burn. <laughs> <laughs> no, they went in the water. They just all drowned themselves. That was basically uh, how it went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not okay. But the game got reviewed pretty well. Um, it, it, they, there were a lot of uh, problems with the graphical stuff, like you know, like characters' faces were like inverted and stuff like that, and like some characters weren't even showing up on screen. So this is a problem you see with with console games as well, but it's also like another one of those PC things where it's like if your specs aren't a specific way, even if they're like really good, like the game still might not run properly. Yeah. So that's another one of my grips of build PC gaming, but sure, you know, weird. What? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Outlast is out now. Woo, woo! I want to. I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna actually. Uh, I'm gonna buy that game on PC because it's gonna be free on PlayStation Four uh, with PlayStation Plus. So I'm, I'm gonna buy it on PC and do like a review of it because that's been one of the requested games I do a review on since that's like one of my most popular videos is my reaction to the trailer. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but keep it up, guys. Keep watching. I'm not complaining. Hello. <laughs> Um, Diablo 3 has just released on PS3 and I think Xbox 360 too, right? Yep, yep. And from your experience so far... I'm debating buying it. I shouldn't. Like, I played the, the PC version, like, so many times last time. I don't need to buy it, but I might. <laughs> I might buy it. And then not play the things in my backlog. Well, if you... I don't know if you if it's cross-play for PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 gamers. Like, I might get it on PS4. I might wait until PS4, yeah. Yeah, that's probably a, a, a good idea. I think I'm going to do that. Rayman Legends is out. Which looks so good. Did you play the demo? There's a demo for it now? There is a demo for it, and it's amazing. I've played through it so many times. That's awesome. I've, I've debated buying the game, but I'm putting it off until Christmas, I think. Is it, um, is, it, is it online capable as well? I think so, but I'm not sure. The demo isn't. Okay. But 
Yeah, that, game, that game's a lot of like I played Rayman Origins, and that's a lot of fun to play. This one looks so much better. Like the the level selections different. They've got musical levels, so it's like Runner Two. Hmm. Like on the demo, they had the Black Betty one from E3. Yeah, and it's so cool. It's just it's amazing. It's really frustrating the time levels, but it's it's so cool. Yeah, I heard it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. Well, the last game, Rayman Origins, was super hard too. Like you got halfway through the game, and the difficulty level just went up like fifty times. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see. Brothers of Tale Two Sons. I've heard really okay. Say what? That game looks okay. Well, I've heard really good things about it. Like, you use both of the analog sticks if you're playing on console. And, like, on PC, I guess you use something. Keyboard and mouse. <laughs> Arrow. 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 And, keys like, and... Each analog stick moves, the ca- moves one of the characters. So, like, you'll be, like, in, you know, synchronizing your movements. And then you have to use, like, your right analog stick. Like, there's a section I saw uh, Rachel, Rachel Moore was playing. She was Rachel Plays. Um, by the way, if Rachel, if you're watching this, you'll hit me up. Uh, <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no shame. There was a part where, like, you had a, yeah, they have like a, they were connected by rope, and they had to like use the momentum of each of the each of each other. But since they're both different ages, they're both different weights. So like, one's bigger than the other. So like, you'll use the momentum of one of the brothers. So you'll have to swing him more in order to go to one side. And then like, he grabs onto a rock, and then like the other brother swings, and he grabs onto a rock, and so like. They use their momentum to kind of traverse around the area. Like, really interesting stuff. And, like, again, this is an indie title. And this is, like, you don't see other games that are, like, you know, like Blockbuster or, like, developed by, like, these huge studios trying ideas like this out. So um, I, I'm going to play that game. I think I'm going to buy it just because, like, there's, there's so many games out there that are, that are really, like, pushing the envelope of what we should expect in a game. What I like about indie games, too, is, like, they'll take a, an interesting concept like that and... Like, make the whole game that. So the game's a lot shorter, but it costs less. Yeah. And it essentially has this one concept, and that's fine. Whereas if it were, like, a $60 game, I would not be okay with it, you know, right? taking less than 10 hours and having only this one gameplay, like, idea. Right, right. right. That's a really good point that you make. Um, one Piece Pirate Warriors 2 is available as well. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I was hoping one of you guys might have known something. Nope. <laughs> nope. Friends watch those like oh, one piece like parody videos all the time, but that's it. Um, it might be a fighting game actually. It might be kind of in line with like the Budokai Tenkaichi series, where it's kind of a fighting game, but kind of technically not. That that makes absolutely no sense. They're all fighting games. I mean, like the Budokai Tenkaichi is a fighting game, but it's also it's the way that it's a fighting game is like it's a. It's a game where you can traverse around the, the environment a lot more freely than you would be able to. That, doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't make it not a fighting game. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, like, with a first-person shooter, it's like that's a first-person fighting game, technically. If you have melee attacks, you know, you're running up to someone, psh, you know. It's definitely not in first-person, though. It's not. It's, it's in, it's in third-person, of course. But, yeah. But, like, I remember in Budokai, like, you had, like, your own screen and everything. And, like, you would, like, if you're... If you're playing with like multiple people in the same room, you would have your own screen. Like you would have like free range in, through the environment and stuff like that. So I think it's something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dead or Alive Five Ultimate um, is a free-to-play game. Uh, it, you, it gives you like four characters to play as for free, and then if you want to pay, you can like unlock the full game. But you can you still have access to online gameplay, the story mode. You can go against anyone. You can still unlock titles, and you can still unlock stuff for when you get the full game. Um, 
and I, I saw both this Tekken and now Killer Instinct um, all are adopting this free-to-play model. And I'm wondering if this is something that we're going to be seeing a lot more often when it comes to fighting games. Um, I think it's sort of the trend for a lot of games now. Because um, in, the, in the end, you're making more money because people, more people are willing to spend well over like the $50 title of a game or $60 title of a game if they're spending it every time they want to unlock something and they're paying like, you know, $10 or less each time. They're way more likely to spend a lot more money. Right. So I think that I think that's just the way the game is is slowly going. It's pretty legit. Which oh, is also kind of it's kind of infuriating though. Can you think about it? That also means you might pick up a game, you know, start playing, and, and then essentially it's like if you want to continue your gaming experience, deposit ten dollars. <laughs> well, like, that's oh. when it becomes intrusive though. Like if they can keep it uh, in a way where like uh, I, I know for Dead or Alive, like it's it's basically like free to play. You can pay a little bit to unlock like all the costumes for the characters you have, or you can like buy the full game. And it'll just include, I think, it, I think the full game is either fifty or forty dollars, and it'll include like all the characters, like a bunch of costumes, a bunch of stuff. Like it'll give you like a, a big giant bundle of all that stuff, and then like yeah. the DLC is, is essentially like how it was in the past, except now it's in a free to play model, so like you can have more freedom over what you're paying for. So if it's done like if it's done well, what I see for the Dead or Alive, for example, it's done. It looks like it's done pretty well. Like they at least give you access to four characters to play as for free, and then like you can you can choose to unlock certain parts or you can just unlock the bundle. Whereas you know you regularly spend the you know spend money on a sixty dollars game, then it's like oh DLC on day one, yeah, the stuff we were gonna put in the full game, but we decided not to. Yeah, I don't know. It's all a scam, man. <laughs> Oh, a giant fucking scam. And that is the news for today. All of gaming is a scam. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so long. Peace. <laughs> um, Atelier Meru plus the Apprentice of Ireland. I keep seeing figures and statues based on Atelier series, but I don't know anything about it. Nope. Not no, a thing. Not a... Someone enlighten me in the comment section down below. <laughs> I have no idea what it... Wait, let me just look it up. I have the internet. Somebody's going to tell you it's the best game ever, and I'd like to hear why. Right. I would love to hear why. Because I don't... Think maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing if that was the reason why. Right. Uh, uh, looking it up... I think my internet's going kind of crazy, because all of you guys are, are coming in kind of funky sounding. So we're going to... After this section, I'm going to recall you guys. I'm going to restart my internet and recall. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's First, see. Sexy stars that oh, no. What is happening? What's going on? <laughs> uh, I got this fucking thing that I was like, when it comes to sexy cars, and I was like, oh, okay. No. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> That's so good. So it looks like this is a pre-pubescent girl on the cover? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it's a very pink-looking uh, artwork. That yeah, that's not a bad with. thing. Pink is healthy. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, if we're, going, if we're thinking about it that way. <laughs> pink yep. is healthy. There's a picture of her in, like, a bathing suit. Yeah, I, I just... I just saw that one. Images! <laughs> right. 
I don't know what's going on. It has a lot of watercolor effects, though, so I think that's pretty cool, but I'm terrible. That doesn't make a good game. I mean, it makes it pretty. The shittiest game with watercolor effects. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's a thing. It's true. Yeah, I didn't see that picture, but that's definitely her in a bathing suit. Yep. <laughs> and it has, like, a thing that has this action. <laughs> let's, let's actually talk about this. So it's safe to assume this is a JRPG. Yeah, this definitely <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I'm going to look up a preview. It's interesting that she's in a bathing suit with a tiny little hat, and she looks really shocked that she's wearing a bathing suit. Like you didn't know you was wearing a bathing suit. What the fuck? That or the fact that she doesn't know that the, that she's shocked that the hat doesn't match the bathing suit. <laughs> yeah. That. that. Not day. only that, it looks like a straw hat, so if you went in the water with it, it would just dissolve. Right. Yeah. So impractical. Oh, this is actually a review of this. It's not. It's out. It's out in the United States, May 29, twenty twelve. So this is a thing that's been going on for a while now. So what is this? Re- what is? Is what? there like a new console that it's on? Maybe, or maybe there's a new version of it. Yo, fucking One Piece Pirate Warrior Two is basically like a hack and slash. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of legit. It's like um, did anybody play that Fist of the North Star game? I played the demo and I did not like it. Oh, I like Fist of the North Star. So, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> that right. or, um, if you, anybody play a uh, lollipop chainsaw? I did not play it, but I, I didn't did play just that. pick up um, I Killer beat, is Dead. I beat that game, lollipop chainsaw. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved that game. Was it was it good? Because it's like it's so cheap. Like used right yeah. now because it was so unpopular. Right. Yeah, you can. It's like I don't know. I, I don't want to feel like it has like a very small cult following, like Bayonetta. Yeah. Right. I love but, Bayonetta. Uh, yeah. Before again, yeah, you can just pick it up, beat it in like three days or less, hmm. and just like uh, if you want to really like get into it, try to get on the leaderboards. But um, now nah, it was fun. It was really fun. It has a lot of humor in it, mm. and it's wow. Why am I talking about lollipop chainsaw? Anyway, why not? <laughs> Jessica yeah. Negri. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. All right. That's why we're talking uh, about Lollipop Chainsaw. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. I would, I would get it. I would play it again, actually. Nice. Yeah. I um, yeah, I want to get that game. Oh, Gundam Battle is no, no. What was that game? Gundam Dynasty Warrior Three. It's it's kind of like that too. Mm. They're making a new Gundam game. It, I think it's based on like the models, like the model kits that you can build. No, that game's already out. Wait, is it another oh, one? Oh, your face. Your face <laughs> just went crazy. Yeah, I was just like, what? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> no, I thought, I thought were, you, were you saying my face just went crazy or his face? Yeah, yours will. Yeah, no, you, I just made a your face. Your face was just like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> just blew my mind. Wait, so there's already a, a Gundam game that you can play as models? Yeah, dude. It's like uh, it came off of PSP Vita, um, PSP Vita, PS Vita. Uh, I forget what it's called though. It's like it's like Gundam Burst or some shit. Yeah, like Gundam Burst. Yeah, something. and at the end of the game, you have to fight the Gundam one Breaker. Break Breaker. There it is. Yeah, that game already came out. What? Yeah, in Japan. No, 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 no. This game is scheduled for release in Japan ten three one thirteen. What? Yeah, I think you're. I think you're seeing previews because this game isn't out yet. 
Well, I saw some Gundam game that is based off the models, and you can put different pieces together what? to make your own Gundam, right? Wait, you could do that? Yeah. Oh, man. This is like my childhood dream. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to hey. put, like, the Astray Gundam model, like the red frame or the blue frame, together with, like, uh, Wing Zero's just wings and just have that be a Gundam. I don't know if Wing Zero Hell Custom is in it, because that was only for the special movie and not the anime series. I guess that's true. Um, unless you're talking about Wing Zero, like, just Wing Zero's wings. Then, no, okay. just, just the wings. Just the wings. Yeah. I just want the wings. Yeah, I think that's just the upper body. Anyway, can we move on from Gundam <laughs> <laughs> and Japanese things? Japan! We love you, Japan! Even though there's probably like two of you watching. They just need to release more games in America and Europe. Yeah, man. they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. When the Japanese gaming market would be back on its feet, they need to release all those dot hat games. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Fantasy Star needs to make its way. Actually, the, one of the things I was going to talk about, well, actually, in the next section that we're about to go to right now. Segway. You like that segway? It was good. It's good. <laughs> So we'll talk about that now since that's like on our uh, next thing. But Monster Hunter is finally coming to the PlayStation 3 and Wii U. That's pretty cool. Right. Monster Hunter has been on the Wii U. Well, yes. I mean, as like one game that's coming out on both. Um, what are you talking about? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> so there's a, there's a um, I don't remember what it's called. It's like Monster Hunter... Monster Hunter PS3. I'm just going to type that in and see what happens. Monster Hunter, my dick. Um. <laughs> Frontier G. That's what it's called. Oh, that's what? a strange name. I think that's the Japanese name, though. I think it's going to be called something different in, in the U.S. Isn't that the MMO, though? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, never mind then. Yeah, so this is a thing that's happening on both the PS3 and the Wii U. And... I think this is really, really about time they finally got a, a Monster Hunter on a, a Sony console. Like, it hasn't happened since, like, what, PSP? PS2. Yeah, PSP. Well, well, yeah. Even PS2, yeah. Yeah. So PSP isn't even relevant anymore, and PS2 hasn't been making games. Actually, they, yeah. they just stopped making games, like, last year, didn't they? Yeah, they were still making a lot of, like, random, like, kids' games and stuff like that for quite a while. Mm. So, go ahead. I was going to say, because you can still buy a PS2, like, at GameStop, as of a few months ago, you could still go buy one. How much are they? Are they like, 50 bucks or something? Yeah. I like, 100. Jeez. Fuck yeah. GameStop. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Fuck these guys. It's kind of expensive still. Uh, yeah, it costs over 70. Fucking dead. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. No, no, it's fine. I mean, it's, that's like our uh, our signature thing on the Black Oni podcast now. <laughs> dick sucking? <laughs> no, <laughs> my dick. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's our thing now. We suck each other's dicks anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, your homie D. Yeah, uh, PS2 value bundle from Target right now is still $125. Oh, my God. What comes with it? Looks like game and controller. Hang on. I was just curious. Random search. Uh, it comes with Bakugan, an ATV4, and an extra controller. That is, that is hilarious. <laughs> Bakugan. Bakugan. ATV. What? Those are like the popular games on PlayStation 2. That's the most popular game. 
Bakugan? You never heard of that? Oh I've heard God. of it. I just didn't think it was anywhere near the popularity of something like God of War 2 or something. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to buy PlayStation 2 just on its own on Amazon, it's like 130 bucks. I need to Damn. sell my PlayStation 2. <laughs> right? I mean, that's new. Like, new, slim version, um, 128.99. Nuts. Yep. Damn, it's almost as much as with damn Vita. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Nintendo is... Well, actually, no, no, no. Before we even get to that, do you think it makes more sense for them to be releasing, like, releasing this on a current-gen system as opposed to, like, moving it over to PlayStation 4? I mean, Monster Hunter's never really been about cutting-edge, like, graphics and console capabilities. It's always sort of been about, like, intense, really, really extended gameplay. Well, so I don't like think a... that they... I don't think they'd put it on PS4. It's now. like an MMO now, though. I, I still don't think they would. I don't think they care. It's been an MMO in Japan for a while. They had, like, the fifth one out, and I, like, a long time ago. Shit. Yeah. But, uh, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make more sense for them to be releasing this on current gen as opposed to, like, next gen? Oh. Um, hmm. Well, so I think current gen too. Like, if it's an MMO, you want the most number of people to play it, and more people have PS3s than will have PS4s. But this game doesn't come out until like another for a while now. Actually, I think it'll launch November twentieth for PS3, December eleventh on Wii U. That's not that far away. No, it's not. I mean, like it, it, it could. I don't know. I feel like this could be like another like thing they could have done to really like improve its appeal to the next generation crowd because a lot of people, I mean, there's still, of course, way more people who have PS3s and stuff like that, but a lot of the early adopters were, are looking for stuff like that for their next-gen consoles. I think I hear that because, like, yeah, a lot of MMOs are apparently moving to PS4. Right. Shit like that. So I get where you're coming from, <clears throat> but at the same time, I agree with um, the 1KK over there that says well, the MMO you want the most out of your market, really, and more people have PS3, so it makes sense. I mean, sense. A, lot of, a lot of MMOs are also going to PS4 because they're coming from the PC, mm. so yeah. they're already higher resolution, higher everything. That makes sense. If this is, this is essentially coming from, like, a game engine that's built for the 3DS and the Wii U, it would look terrible on PS4. They need to make a whole engine. Yeah. And they're not going to make a whole engine, so... That's fair, I guess. Uh Sad will. Sad will is sad. Yeah, I mean, like, whatever. <laughs> there, there are other games to be more excited. All I know about Monster Hunter is that I got very into the PSP one until I was fighting a giant gorilla, and he kept throwing his poop at me and killing me. Uh, that sucks. I'm sorry. Death by poop. Like, ten times, and then I stopped playing because I got sick of dying because I was covered in poop. <laughs> yeah. I got the, what is this game? <laughs> I got the one for 3DS, and I finished all, like, the last I don't know, I guess, 7-star mission or whatever, and then I was like, oh, now you can do the high rank missions and it's the same fucking monster? Yeah. And I was just like, I'm done with you. (laughs) Monster Hunter is great if you love level grinding and insane difficulty. Mm. Like, you have to grind for so long to even make them, like, the simplest weapon. Wow. Because you have to go on so many hunts to, like, get the materials to do it. Yep. Some drafts is random. I mean, it sounds, it sounds pretty cool, though. I mean, like, the, the ability to, to kind of, like, party up with your friends and, like, go hunt some monsters together and, like, 
get some loot. I mean, like, in in the past other games, like, were you allowed to have, like, four-party players? Is that what it was, or was it more than that? Um, on the PSP one, I was always just me. No. It was the PSP. <laughs> <laughs> no one had a PSP. No, you could, you could party with people on PSP, though. Yeah. Oh, when they had, um, what was it? There was, was a connected version of it. I forget what it was called, but... It's like Monster Hunter United. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I had the one that was just ad hoc, and I never had people with PSPs like near me to play. I have a PSP. I haven't played it in a really long time. Hmm. I do pretty much whatever I want. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's. I think see. that's PSP's catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> a what? PSP. You haven't played. I it have it, but I haven't long. played it in a really long time. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> uh, Nintendo is releasing Wind Waker HD on Wii U early for digital downloads. It's pretty fucking awesome. How do you think this changes the game? And, and not literally the game, but like the whole you know broad idea of gaming and d- digital downloads. Um, I think fucking Nintendo needs to release the Game Boy Advance games on the 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know why that done that yet dicks uh probably all licensing stuff it's it's probably all like contracts and licensing stuff they own like 80 percent of the games that come out on those systems <laughs> yeah but they have they license out to developers for like soundtrack stuff like that and it, it's probably something in in the contract of someone somewhere fucking lawyers man ruining everything yeah like, pretty much it's, it's fucking cool that like they're releasing all these game boy games and shit like that it's like, oh yeah, nostalgia, you know, Game Boy games. But like, I'm fucking sick of black and white graphics, man. <laughs> like, like, I want to play Minish Cap again on my 3DS. Like, that would be dope. I right. want to play. I want to play like um, what was that game? I can't even remember the name of it now. Uh, it was a good game though, and I want to play it on my 3DS. <laughs> I want to play Game Boy Advance games. I don't want to play fucking Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Like, fuck the bullshit. <laughs> Give me something bad. I want to play. I'll buy the shit out of a Game Boy Advance game on 3DS. Right. Alright, I'm gonna, uh... We are back. It looks a lot better already. Nice. Yeah, so... Um, so, yeah, we're... Fucking rant. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn, put your fucking Game Boy Advance games on 3DS. I'm done. Right. <clears throat> I hear you. I think it's it's important for Nintendo to really push a lot of its backlog and nostalgia value in their systems because like there's, uh, I was I was listening to some other uh, gamers talk about this. I can't remember who it was. It might have been, it might have been like Max Scoville and, and Adam Sessler talking about this. They were like, yeah, you know, the, the whole thing with Nintendo is like they're trying to appeal to like the same market that. Um, but the problem with like with Microsoft and Sony right now is that they're both trying to go after the same people, um, for the most part. Like they, they're coming out at the same time, they're going after the same people, and so like now it's really hard for for like Microsoft, for example, to but to jump back into the the fray of things. And Nintendo is in a situation where it's trying to be a more hardcore system, but it's not really pushing a lot of the nostalgia value that you have with Nintendo systems. So like a lot of people don't even know that you can play, you know, older console games on the Wii U. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Um, but I, I, I hope other companies look at what Nintendo was doing with the Wii U early digital downloads because 
I don't I don't have that many reasons. I mean, to... I think I think that's something that that's we're gonna see more of. Like even if you look at Final Fantasy fourteen, like if you bought the game, mm-hmm. you got to access it like a week early, mm-hmm. and then you still got the game disc later. Oh, like I think cool. that that's that's something that they're doing because that ensures that you're buying it and not buying it used. Huh. That's and I also cool. know Nintendo is releasing a very, very small number of like actual physical copies of everything they release now. Really? Which is why there's always a shortage of every game they release at every game store. <laughs> That's why Fire Emblem wasn't available in most European and American markets, like except as a digital download for like a month. Wow. Well, that's that's just crippling. That's them crippling the the, the physical copies as opposed to incentivizing the digital ones. Yeah, which is weird since you know a lot of those appeal to younger gamers and parents probably don't want to have them downloading things using their credit card. But whatever. Right. Right. The little, the little back asswards there. <laughs> uh, that's that's weird. Yeah, we're gonna. We, I think we're gonna see it more though. We're definitely gonna see some more game companies, studios, and developers pushing that as like an early incentive to, to purchase it. Because like the whole like, oh, get this skin if you if you pre-order the game. Like most people really don't care about that. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Mighty Number no. Nine. I'm pretty sure you guys have all heard about Mighty Number no. Nine. What's uh, KG. Oh, oh, okay, no, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> KG Nafune is uh, the director and the creative mind behind Mega Man. He has kickstarted. Well, he's already been funded, so he's beyond his threshold of what he needed to make. I think he needed to make like nine hundred thousand uh, dollars within like a, a month period, and like in forty-eight hours, he's already like blown past that he's already in the millions um where it's a spiritual successor to mega man uh he plays a character it's basically it's the story is almost exactly the same except like you know they've, they've done a lot of different things within the story arc or whatever but you still go through levels and like there's still androids who turned evil because of a virus and you still have to go defeat them and you get their powers after you defeat them so it's like it is mega man <laughs> it's kind of a big fuck you to capcom yeah and <laughs> Capcom was Capcom trying to play it off like they were surprised. It's like what people want Mega Man games. Like, That's hilarious. So <laughs> it's so hilarious because the shit, the shit that Capcom tries to put out on a regular basis is like that. They're, they're so out of touch with what what fans really want. Yo, that's all they've been asking for. Yo, Mega Man games, like the good Mega Man games, like. KJ Inafune was like, I wanted to make certain games a certain way for a very long time, and Capcom has made it very difficult for me to do that. And they've, you know, I've, I've tried to push this out there and say, you know, this is what fans want, this is what I want to make. And they kept getting, he kept getting pushed back and saying, you know, you have to make it a certain way, or you know, you can't make this game, whatever. And now he's like, you know, I'm just going to do my own thing. So I think we're going to see a lot more developers, um, at least under that same level of prestige that, like, you know, he is branching out and making their own studios and. and Doing it based on and becoming like independent developers because like this is like a a really well known developer now becoming an indie developer. I mean, can he really be considered indie though? Well, what is indie? It's it's funded by a Kickstarter campaign, so it's not That's even indie. it's not funded by a game studio. That's independent. Uh, yes, <laughs> he's already like so big. It's like these dudes automatically triple A. You know. <laughs> I mean, like, shit, he made, like, all the Mega Man games. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. 
Like, his studio is going to, like, shoot up in no time. Like, his shit was funded in, like, two days, apparently. Yep, less than 48 yeah. hours. It already was met its goal. And it's already, it's beyond the stretch goal, so it's going to be released on consoles as well as PC. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to have new, more levels now. They're going to be making, I think one of his stretch goals was to make a real-life <laughs> number nine, like, statue that was functioning. Oh, they did that. Oh, a functioning one. Yeah, they have models that they were going to give out if you, like, donated more than a thousand dollars i think holy shit yeah if you donated yeah. it was like like i think fifty thousand dollars yeah and you no, got it's... yourself a plane ticket to japan you'd get to have dinner with him what uh, or it might have been a hundred thousand dollars i think it was a hundred thousand dollars a lot of fucking money yeah that was ten thousand maybe it was ten thousand i don't know it was an absurd amount of money that i wasn't gonna donate but... that's way too much money either way <laughs> yeah not to mention, it, it was like, and also, fly yourself to Japan and find a place to stay. Yeah. Then you can have dinner with him. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> you can do all that. Even though you just gave him $10,000. You're like, nigga, where's my, where'd my money go? <laughs> yeah. That's the first question I'd ask. So, how was your day? Where's my money? Where's my money going? <laughs> I gave you $10,000. You couldn't let me sleep at your place? Cheap-ass motherfucker. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, we're also seeing that more and more games that are... are I think we talked about this a little bit already. Um, but like Puppeteer, for example, just came out. It comes uh, out on Tuesday. Oh, it comes out on Tuesday. My bad. Yeah, I just pre-ordered it as we were talking. Yeah. Because I read a review. Whoop, they said it was amazing. Yep. And it it still blows my mind that there's a, there's so much content coming out at the end of a, a life uh, not the end of a life cycle but like the I beginning mean, of a life cycle for the same console. thing happened with PS2 like some of the best PS2 games came out once the PS right before and right after the PS3 was released mm. like Final Fantasy XII looks better than most PS3 games to date and it was released after the PS3. That's true. The um, God of War Two I think came out right before the PS3 launch right. Yep. Huh. Sony likes to uh, support their systems at the end of their lives, That's unlike true. certain other, certain other game that we com- won't mention. That we. <laughs> <laughs> well, they uh, did say like you know uh, uh, they have more 360 games you know scheduled to be released and stuff. I don't know how good the games are going to be, especially like imagine what Destiny is going to be like on Xbox 360 as opposed to, like, PC and, you know, next-gen yeah. console. I was talking more about, like, Nintendo with their older systems where a new system comes out and they just pretty much stop supporting anything really? on the old system. Yeah. When yeah, the GameCube like, came out, when the Wii came out, didn't they still make GameCube games? Nope. Oh. Like, within months. Shit. And I think it's the same thing with the Wii U. Shit. Like, you still have some other publishers making games for it, but Nintendo right. doesn't make anything. Huh. That's really interesting. Yeah. And since with Nintendo, you know, most of the games that are worth playing are all Nintendo games. It pretty much means the system's dead. Right, right. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, what, what, what's going on in the briefing rooms now for Nintendo when it comes to the Wii U? Because it's like, Nintendo DS is doing well. Um, the, the Wii did extraordinarily well. Uh, it's debatable. I mean, it sold a lot of systems. It sold a lot of consoles. The it Wii... sold almost no games. Right, right. So now it's like, what, what, where's their thinking? And, in terms and they of didn't like make the any stuff. money on all the systems that sold within the first couple of years. But even so, the next, I don't even the first. I don't couple think years it did well. Were... <laughs> I mean, even the first couple of years, it, it it wasn't making that much money. Even after that, like 
it continuously kept making more and more money. Like the Wii is still selling more than the Wii U now. Yeah. So, but for all the wrong reasons, but it's still selling more. Yeah, but like its retention rate is less than a game per console sold. Less Most people who buy game. the Wii never buy a game with it. Shit. Like that's that's not a good that's not a good console. That's not a success. <laughs> Essentially, you just you're buying like a really expensive. You said what? I said that's mad funny. <laughs> the fuck is the point of buying it if you don't get a fucking game? <laughs> right. Sports. Because it comes with Wii Sports. Right. That's what you know. I remember in college when people bought Wii's. Like it's like, oh yeah, I got a Wii. He's like, yeah, what'd you get for it? It's like I got Wii Sports. It's like yeah. you didn't get anything for it. It came with it. <laughs> or you'll get Wii Fit, and that's it. So they'll get like the Fit board and the Fit game, and then nothing else. Right. It was the Wii Plus. I don't know how well that did. So you pretty much just bought yourself like a hundred and fifty dollar exercise video. <laughs> Just weird. Interactive. Interactive. Video. Yes. Yes. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I still want to. I, I kind of want to buy a GameCube so I can play Twin Snakes, though. Not gonna lie. Mine is hooked up to the TV downstairs. Nice. <laughs> I haven't turned it on yet since my mom got a new like 50 inch like Super HD TV. I bet it's gonna look like crap. Oh, it's gonna look but, awful. It's yeah. gonna look awful. But I started playing Skies of Arcadia last summer, and I'm looking forward to doing that again. Nice. Was that yeah. a, a GameCube uh, exclusive, or was that? On- it was Dreamcast first, and then re-released on GameCube. Huh. Nice. There was um, an article I saw yesterday uh, while I was preparing this. <laughs> a study was conducted on human brain activity in older you know, folk. And uh, they found that people who were, who were playing games more, um, you know, as they were getting older, were able to retain a lot of the responsiveness that their, their brain was able to retain. Um, the whole idea behind this was like they wanted to see like, if you know, after a certain age, like, the brain doesn't absorb as much... Um, Information. Like information is in as much response, or if it's just a matter of like what happens because of like what happens throughout your life. If if all of a sudden like you know stuff doesn't get retained as well because of that, or if it's because you're aging, or if it's because you know you're not engaging your mind as as often. So, um, what do you guys think about that? I mean, is is are, are these studies really like helpful? Um, if we want to talk cognitive like psychology and the study of the brain, it's been theorized and sort of proven as much as you can prove something like this that like the reason why we as human beings like to read and like to play video games uh from like an evolution evolutionary imperative is essentially it puts us in the shoes of someone experiencing a scenario so that if we were to ever experience it we would know how to deal with it huh so when you read you read you like to read certain things because your brain can sort of like try out different scenarios Mm. and put itself in those shoes so it makes sense because if you're playing a lot of video games you're like you're processing world's worth of information if you're playing like a big game. Right. Um, and therefore your brain's more active. If that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. It, it kind of makes sense. But then there are like the game options where like you don't have to eat. Like I'm going to use Skyrim as an example. Like you have, <laughs> you have the option of cooking and eating food, but it does nothing for you. So in the event that like, oh shit, world ends and now it's Skyrim. It's like, yeah, I'm going to adventure all day and never eat anything. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, this this is mostly talking about literature, and in literature, you don't usually see characters spending like a like a tenth of their time cooking and pooping. Right, you know, right. Cooking poop. Like, you should. Like, hold on a second, guys. Alice in Wonderland, yeah. Chapter Twelve, in which Alice poops behind a leaf. Yeah, 
And she then used that said leaf <laughs> to wipe. <laughs> to clean her bottom. Um, yeah. Anyway. I uh, Speaking of... <laughs> I had a situation this morning where I thought we didn't have any more toilet paper. And I almost freaked out. Are you actually telling the story? I am telling the story because <laughs> this is important information for people to know. Um, I almost had a heart attack because I didn't know what was going to happen. All right. Know. I have tissues, like, you know, tissues to blow my nose. But we don't have any more toilet paper. What do I do? Like, Zach is gone. He's uh, he's at home, so I don't have the car. So, like, to go get stuff, I, like, I got to move. I got to get out of my house and, like, walk All right. places. I'm blocking this one out of my imagination. Yep. <laughs> Imagine everything. Imagine everything. Dear Brain, you do not need to picture this scenario. Dear Brain, it is too late. <laughs> <laughs> um. But when I saw the study, though, like, I, I kept thinking back to, um, to like, all the situations where, the, you know, there was, a, there was an incident recently where a little kid, um, like, shot someone again, and, like, and he said he was playing Grand Theft Auto or whatever. Awesome. Yeah, and it's, like... Oh. I don't know. I think it all comes back to the same thing. Like, Why does that kid of... have access to either of those things? Exactly. Like, when you think of, of can games cause violence... Yeah, they can, because it's the same sort of thing. Your brain is, like, picturing these different situations. So if you expose, like, young children to something like this and don't give them a sound understanding and the difference between reality and fiction, mm. they're going to think that it's perfectly acceptable to just, like, shoot people or run people over. It's the same thing with anything, too. Like it's the same thing with a movie. Example, right, or cartoons or a movie. Like, they'll, you know, kids, if they don't have any context as to what that means in real world, you know, they'll go around hitting people with fucking frying pans because they saw it on Tom and Jerry... Yeah, and thought that shit was cool. That's without, I'm just, I'm saying the, the, the argument is there too. It's like with anything, kids will absorb anything. So if you're gonna, you shouldn't first of all subject them to to, to anything in GTA. Honestly, or um, if you're going to, it should be you know controlled. Like you should make sure that they have a sound understanding that this is like a scenario that is not the real world. Like if you right. want to, you if know, you do this in real life, bad things will happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't drive like the drivers in Grand Theft Auto. It's a bad idea. It's a real bad idea. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. It's for all you people out there who want to keep saying no. Video games cause violence. You cause violence because you're not doing a good enough job taking care of your kid. Just saying. <laughs> Guys at home, uh, Skype crashed again. I've been recording everything in segments, so don't worry. There's, there's only a little bit of stuff that got cut out. Um, if, Unfortunately, it was the best thing to ever happen to the internet. Yeah, pretty much you missed the best thing ever. <laughs> ever, ever. Damn it. <laughs> we discussed the meaning of life. It was euphoric, and everybody's a better person for it, and now you don't get to see it. Because Skype. If you, want, if you want to get mad at someone, get mad at Skype. More specifically, probably Microsoft, because they're the ones who, who are in control of Skype now. So send them more hate mail, because they're probably getting enough of that with the Xbox One. <laughs> Not as much now, but you know, whatever. And Windows 8. People, and Windows everybody 8. still hates Windows 8. There's so much Windows 8 hate. <laughs> and I don't understand most of it. It's, it's not really that justified. I mean, I don't, I, I, from what I see, I feel like Windows 7 is, is more user-friendly. Hmm. But I don't know. I haven't had that much extensive time with either of them. 
I, I set up my mom's like Windows 8 computer once, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I have to relearn everything, but... Not really. You just click on desktop, and it's exactly the same as it was. Yeah, yeah. You have to get yourself to that point where you can get to the regular desktop. Because like when you first get, you, when you first see it, like that's your start menu is like the tile thing. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Then you figure out yeah. there's a way to go back to regular mode. But it's not really as evident to me as it would have been if it was the other way around. Yeah. So, uh, what we were just talking about um, was the misunderstanding of Hideo Kojima's comment about making the character quiet, sexier. I was in the middle of explaining what that meant um, in, term, like, in terms of talking with other artists and designers about like, what, what making something sexier means. So I work at a nonprofit that specializes in, in getting teachers and, and air, high performance teachers, high need students in areas, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, a term that we use a lot to describe making something more visually appealing is sexier. So if we say, you know, we need to make our website design sexier, we need to make it more attractive to people when they're going on our website, it shouldn't be clunky, it shouldn't be ugly, it should be a sexier experience overall. Yeah, but you don't say erotic. I think erotic is what throws me off there. Right, and I think what Hideo Kojima was trying to say was the translation was, was misunderstood. So he wasn't saying that he's trying to make the character more erotic, he's trying to make the character look more interesting. And and the the I like the way she looked more so in her previous rendition than she does now. It is not that much difference to be honest. But I think she had pants on before, right? She had actual pants on instead of like just like ripped stockings or whatever. But one of, one of the things about the character that I noticed from the trailer is when she was like she was in sniping position, and then when she was getting up, she had like this darkness around her eyes. And it was fading away when she stood up. So my theory from the beginning, even before this whole fiasco of like, oh my God, this is sexist, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm pretty sure she has the, some type of ability to camouflage her skin. Which is neat. Right. And it would make and sense I guess it makes if sense she's wearing less clothes so yeah. that she can camouflage her skin. So <laughs> there's it that. Makes sense. I'll, I'll, it makes sense. And I, I, I don't know, man. The people, like, as soon as that, that fucking screenshot came on the internet, there was just all these people saying, oh, my God, Kojima is so sexist and blah, 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 yada, yada. Women well, are being portrayed properly in the media. And- to be fair, I've seen Metal Gear games. I'm pretty sure Kojima is pretty sexist. <laughs> Not really, though. Like, I'll use the boss <laughs> as an example from Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, that's the only one you can use. That's exactly what I was thinking of. He's like, he's going to say the boss. <laughs> no, because if you think about it, she's one of the best characters in gaming, period. Hands down. Okay. Like, in my experience of playing through Metal Gear Solid 3 and Peace Walker, like, they made her to be such a legendary character. Here's, here's the simple question to tell whether a game is sexist. Are the majority of the female characters very attractive? Of course. The majority of the are the majority are of the male characters attractive? Yes. Or... Are they attractive to, to women? I'm not a woman. I, I, I don't see know. Raiden and Snake. I don't think like any of the other men, any would be attractive. Well, C- C- Campbell is fucking old, so no. <laughs> Otacon is a pretty decent looking guy, I would say. Um, let's see. Fucking Drebin is a pretty good looking dude. Uh, Sigint, when he started off um, in Metal Gear Solid Three, this black dude, a pretty good looking dude. 
let's see. Who are the other like major male characters? Fucking Vamp is weird looking. But yep. he's meant to be a weird looking character anyway. They're all weird looking. Yeah, so all like all <laughs> not all of them, so This is just like the discussion I have about magic cards with my friends. Uh my friend Sarah, she always complains that like the women are, are always showing cleavage and are always good looking and the men are always kind of deformed and always meant to look scary and well, that is sexist if anything, and it's the same in Metal Gear I mean if anything it's better to not have one gender just be considered all ugly <laughs> I'm not saying ugly I'm saying that they're meant to like be scary and meant to be like imposing well I mean like whereas the females are meant to just be sexy in terms of their visuals not in terms of anything else the boss isn't a particularly great, like super attractive woman, but she's an, she's an, she's meant to look like she's aged and she's a veteran and she's a warrior. She yeah. she had all her babies ripped out of her stomach too. Yeah, which is way <laughs> fucked up. But it's, it's yeah. it, it makes her uh, it, that doesn't make her a better character. But it like it brings <laughs> it brings a sense of like groundedness to the character that like she is the way she is because things have happened to her. Mm. Yeah, but that's like. That's like an argument for like fucking feminist gamers and shit like that. Like, oh, girls should be strong characters, not because they had traumatic events done to her. You know, they should be strong characters before that. That's like, not just that's not just gamers. That's also comic book commentary. Uh, that's that's pretty much everything. <laughs> but commentary. that's what makes a character great. That's what makes a good character great, whether it's a male or a female. The no, no. The, the point is that women, women <laughs> traditionally in comic books, like heroes, are always like the victim. They're always a victim. They never get to be strong in their own right. If you look at, like, like Miss Marvel or Wonder Woman, like, their backstories are always fraught with them being abused by men. That paints men in a bad picture. Yeah, but it's, it's a stereotype. Like, it's a, it's a stereotype of women heroes that Kojima supports, and it's... <laughs> it's pissing people off, damn it. <laughs> I mean, we don't... I mean... Well, you, ha- you, you have, have you. I study gender criticism. Like that—that's what I do for a job. So right. I can't—I can't say that it's not sexist. I cannot say that. I don't think it's sexist, though. Like the idea—it's not necessarily more sexist than a lot of other games, but that doesn't mean it's not sexist. The idea of sexism, I think, I'm, I'm going to speak only on my personal opinion the idea of sex of sex of gender equality is for things to be on a level playing field when it comes to either portrayal or or standardization or 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 the way something is presented to you so i see characters in metal gear games that are sexualized in both ways vent for example is a very sexualized character because he he basically he draws his his blade from basically where his dick is at all times and he licks it <laughs> and he's like he's a he's a sexualized character i don't think he's sexy but he's a sexualized character he's, he's like he's really out there and so there are there are characters in both ways like for example there um when kojima decided to make Raiden for the first like in general like he wanted to appeal more to female gamers so he wanted to make a character that was generally prettier Mm-hmm. So something that something more along the line of like what Final Fantasy characters were uh, as male characters, he wanted to bring that to Metal Gear, but he got backlash from female gamers who said they like Snake more. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> sorry. So 
where where do you win when it comes to making everyone happy? You I don't can. think you can. That's <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is that there is like there's a if there's the idea of backlash for sexism, there has to be a way to make everyone happy when it comes to that, and there isn't. So I'm gonna the say the option that you have as a as a creator is to make the character the way you want to make the character. You're gonna have a really shitty game if you try to make everybody happy. I know. You're gonna have to have like a game that's like challenging with a puzzle that scares you, but it's also fun. But and not too strong, hard. You no. can't have it be too hard. Yeah, but in with terms a strong, of, in terms of character, gender equality, a strong though. male character that don't conflict and they get along. Right, and aren't aren't strictly only on a relationship basis. And I don't with, want any violence. No violence. No violence. No violence. And, an, and an original villain, or maybe no villain at all. Maybe the game is about social work. And, and everyone's an art style that's really innovative, but does not offend me in any way. I want something that's innovative, but embraces my sense of nostalgia and does not offend me. <laughs> I mean, that game is like, yeah, that's that, like. That that's will never work. exist because they're. Like you, you can you could probably make that like social worker tycoon or some shit. Like you have to like, manage, manage a small I feel startup like that company. Would be <laughs> the most offensive game ever, social worker tycoon. <laughs> you, have to, you have to start out with like a small grassroots company and like work your way up to get funding and shit. Right. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. I thought you meant like social worker, like. Somebody who deals with people on welfare all the time. And I was like, that sounds terribly offensive. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But that could be an element. That could be a game element. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? The idea that I'm trying to get across is that when it comes to gender equality, there is no way to appeal to... Because even feminists in their own right, there are different types of feminists who believe in different types of ways to portray a woman. So I don't think there is... A justifiable way. I don't think I, I don't see the way that you can to you can make feminists and, and people who enjoy media happy. And if Kojima were a woman, people would be happier. That's sexist in its own. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying it's true. And it's a. It, that's the real problem. He is a man, and he tends to work from a man's point of view. If you look at the games, they're very much like a male. A male protagonist, a male like creator's point of view. What can and you do I'd, about it? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not. I don't have an answer. I'm just saying. I feel like, like I feel like there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. that. There's nothing chance. inherently wrong with that. And the the idea that there is something wrong with that is where I think the sex <laughs> really lies. Well, the the idea is not necessarily that there's something wrong with that. It's that there's no counterpoint to it. There's no games that we look at and we say that they're, you know, they're offensive to all men. We don't have that. Because men generally don't get offended as easily. Well, no, but like, there's nothing that yeah, just. Well, yeah, what is men. offensive to a dude? What is offensive to a dude? I happen to think r- racism, if it's in a joking manner, is hilarious. Yeah, but you don't have to be a dude to be like fucking offended. Like to be specific, specifically be a guy to be offended by racism. Though. Right, like, but even 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 when it comes to like the the, this is another thing. Like when it comes to like black and white, like I I don't get offended when I see like. Drebin, and he sounds like he like if he if he was like you know Newports like you smokes a pack of Newports <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like I'm not I'm not offended by that character but I've seen people make the argument yeah. on forums and stuff like that who aren't even black saying this character is racist I'm like what the fuck are you talking about it, it conforms is... to certain expectations and stereotypes so yes it would be yeah, yeah. but it also doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, he does, he doesn't say the N word once in that entire game. We we live in a society that's that's very unequal in pretty much always. So I don't think we could ever have something that isn't the offensive. Is, everybody has a stick up their butt. Exactly. Yep. That's the problem that I think we. I think that's more the problem than the idea of. Listen, <laughs> I, per- I personally liked Drebin. I thought he was pretty cool. I thought he was an awesome character. I thought I liked that he had like a pet monkey too. That was that was kind of fun. <laughs> I found that was really random in the story, yeah. but like I didn't mind at all. Like I thought Drebin was really like he was a really well thought out character, and he like there were certain things about him. Who's like you can kind of tell he was a black dude, but at the same time, it's like he had dark fucking skin. <laughs> aside from the fact that he had dark skin, like his what <laughs> like. Like, you can tell he was a black dude, yeah, for the fact that he was fucking black. If you just listen to him, though, if you just listen to the way he talked, for example, <laughs> you, you, most people would assume he's a black dude. Oh, my God. How would you not think he was a black dude? You think he was, like, a really dark Indian guy? Like, No, I'm saying, if, you're, if, you're, if you don't see any visuals be, beyond yeah. the fact that the character had dark skin. Okay. I'm saying... Like, his, his voice. His voice and, like... If you were, if you were blind and playing a video game. Right, right. The whole game's in Braille. Right, <laughs> and, and that's the other thing too. Is like I've been told before, like when Did I was playing they online. Do that though? Could they make like a game, or, like a system for blind people that like sends electrical pulses through the body that like like induces images in their brains That'd or some awesome. shit like that? That'd be crazy. Anyway, I'm done. That was just that was random. That was sick. <laughs> like if they just like wear a glove that has like sensory things, and it's like, oh, you got it. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how that would work. And like, what? I just, I just thought of two great ideas: a game for social workers and a game for blind people. Game systems for blind people. All right. Patent that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Word. I Hopefully, mean, someone watches this and goes, "Let's do that right now." <laughs> you better hit this guy up. Yep. I mean, never mind blind people. I'd like a game that I can just like turn on, close my eyes, and be immersed in the game world. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. That's like except dreaming. That, except that in some way it has control over my brain, but. Yeah. You know, if we ignore that, it's okay. Yeah. But, I mean... Sick. Back to the topic at hand. I mean, <laughs> is, yeah. is is the backlash really justified, though? Like, people, first of all, there, there's a lot about the character that people don't really know about. And I, I, I it's kind of dumb that they tried to have one of the things that they tease about the game right before they were going to tease some more gameplay be a character model of this specific character. I think it was done strategically. Uh, because like um, sexism and shit like that is like really popular right now in the mm. I want to call it geek community, you right. know. Right. So I think it was strategically to get more hype on the game. Um, mm. Second, uh, you know, just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, dude. Like it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. In the end, I guess it doesn't. I don't, Kev. You think you think it's justified? I don't huh? think it's necessarily justified. I think it's I think it's blown out of proportion. But yeah, um, I don't know. We also can't say that 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 most games aren't sexist or aren't racist. Like we just can't say it. They are. Like it's it's part of the society we live in. Like you can't you can't escape it. Yeah, until like there's a quote unquote popular mainstream strong female character that doesn't fall into the stereotypes that all these other characters that people don't like have fallen into and just fuck it like until that person is invented who gives a shit like <laughs> I really I really wish Hades Sword was a was more of a success than it was cuz that was also another 
uh, great example of like a really Wasn't strong her, like entire village like killed though or some shit. Not the entire village, no. Her entire village wasn't killed. Um, one they... of the one of the few examples that's been held up is Beyond Good and Evil, mm. where I she's a female protagonist who doesn't use violence. Uh, she she just takes pictures, uh, and it oh, met nice. with the worst <laughs> sales. It's, it met with it, what? The worst sales. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody bought that game. Yeah. I, I bought it for Xbox like way after the game was released. I bought it for like three dollars or whatever, and I still haven't beaten it. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. a it's a inventive game and cool game, but uh, it just didn't. It's hold an inventive inventive game. It has like a strong female protagonist in her own right. Uh, it manages to have like a non-violent game, which mm. is really awesome. Um, you can still hit people though. Nobody bought it, so yeah. I don't know what that tells you about the gamer and the gaming society. Right. I I don't think the 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 idea of it being a female character is the reason why it wasn't you know a critical success. No. Uh, I, I think it was it was everything together, but I don't think we're ready for the types of games that people claim that they want. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think you're right. Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Those are violent too. You're having small animals fight each other. Yo, it's like I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like the type of game people claim that they want. I'm claiming that I want a new Pokemon game. I want that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about violence, man. Like violence, violence is is essentially human. it's natural, dude. It's like part of being human. It's part of being anything, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like seriously, destruct- are violent too. Have you seen those things eat flies? That shit is violent. What? Venus flytrap. Oh yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Like, you were game. talking about a Pokemon for a moment, and I was like, no. Pokemon eat flies? No, no. Carnivine. Plants can be violent too. Bug type Pokemon. Yeah, like are there flies in the Pokemon world that aren't also Pokemon? Like are there animals in Pokemon that aren't Pokemon? I've always wondered that. Me too. Like, I don't are think... there just regular dogs and cats in that? I think people literally like shoot Farfetch'd and eat them for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have rare Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> I yeah, because <laughs> yep. right. like in the show, the only thing you've seen them eat is like rice balls. Like they've never eaten meat. Yeah, maybe they're all vegetarians. But even then, like look at like vanille. Do people just like pick up vanilles and eat its head. Oh. It's made of soft serve ice cream. I would. Yeah. <laughs> True facts, right? Yeah. True facts. <laughs> it could Pokemon it could... the most disturbing <laughs> game. <laughs> Yeah, if that Pokemon wasn't created, I don't think it would be a big deal, but it was. And it was created by a Western dude, too, so, like, thanks. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> No Wes. more Westerners creating Pokemon. <laughs> Never again. Never again. <laughs> Fucking ice cream Pokemon. Fuck what you thinking? <laughs> Rubbish. Oh, this Pokemon is sweet. Ah, this man. Pokemon is somehow a bag of our trash. I'm very confused by this one too. <laughs> Apparently, like Pokemon can like spontaneously become things, what? like they like they just start to exist on their own. So like, yeah. I don't, the way to exist creates Pokemon. So Wait. eventually, there's going to be a rice ball Pokemon, and then that's going to be a problem. Oh boy. Yep. Oh boy. How's the theory of evolution apply when it comes to Pokemon? Because they evolve in like literally seconds. Magic. It's technically like metamorphosis. It's not like evolution. It's like uh, a kitten to a cat, basically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's that's how you have to see it. Like it's like fucking like glamorized, 
mm. in the game because it's like, oh shit, spontaneous evolution. You get to see the stages of it. Yeah. But like, if you were to like have like a fucking Charmander, right? And you had Charmander for years, and you would sn- slowly notice like how it's growing and shit like that. And but I can stop it though. That's what's weird is I can stop it. Yeah. <laughs> no. I can hold like, down oh, B. <laughs> I thought I was evolving here. I guess not. I think I think it would be a lot harder in real life because you have to have like a special helmet, like like MP. <laughs> talking about like. You're talking about like foot binding, but with like a whole body of an animal. Yeah. <laughs> This is getting too real. <laughs> Pokemon is the most disturbing up. game that's ever been made. Yep. The moral well, implications are terrible. That's why it's a fantasy, folks. <laughs> this is why it's not real. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Tokyo Game Show is starting on Monday. Do you guys have any predictions as to what's going to go down? Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon is going to be a hit. Woo! They just revealed the new uh, 3DS XLs for Pokemon X and Y, and they are gorgeous. Really? Yep. I need, yep. I need a link to that shit. Maybe. One. Maybe it's time for me to get a Nintendo system. Maybe it is. Or maybe it's not. Uh, why would you do that to me? <laughs> Don't fucking break my heart. Playing with my feelings. Sick bastard. <laughs> I live. Uh, the only thing I wanted to see from the Tokyo Game Show is more announcements of games being released in the West. Mm. Like, that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. It's, cool, it's cool and all that you have, like, fucking Japanese games, but Japanese games are only cool to Japanese people, so... I also, point? I also, yeah, I think that the Tokyo Game Show has become, like, more and more obsolete mm. uh, because Japanese gamers have started to become so isolated in many ways, and because... The timing is terrible. We've had nothing but game shows, like, every week for the last two months. Like, right. why would you put it at the end? Yeah. And, I, and they're also a lot less relevant now. These, these are pretty, cool, pretty sexy, actually. Um, yes. The, also, the other problem is that, like, Japanese gaming is so much less relevant now than it ever has been because the developers aren't as, overall, aren't as talented as, like, the Western developers I don't well, know they, if I wouldn't they say they it's talented. The same shit. Yeah, they're, they're definitely talented, but they rehash a lot of the same shit. Well, yeah. not even just that, but like new concepts. Yeah, yeah. Which no. I like, though. I I'm not gonna lie, I like that because like so fucking Westerners over here, we keep just releasing the same fucking game from 1987 <laughs> with updated graphics. Like, suck my dick. I want something new. Well, that's what we're getting with a lot of the indie developers, so that's one of the reasons why. And like Ubisoft, for example, I mean, they're technically a Western developer, but they've been putting out like a lot of interesting concepts. Like Slinoso, for example, is like is very different every time they come out with a new game. Um, the Crew, for example, looks like an amazing different racing game. Uh, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs, The Division, Assassin's Creed when it first came out. Like they've they've been. I feel like there are a lot of developers that have been really emphasizing a lot of things. Like Bioware, for example, EA. Like a lot of Western developers are, are pushing the envelope as to like what we should expect from gaming, and like they're introducing new concepts and new ways to play the games. Whereas, in, 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 in a way that streamlines the experience, so that there's no barrier between the gamer and the, the interactive medium. Whereas, I yeah. feel like a lot of Japanese games get controls very wrong. Japanese games are, are, I think, the Japanese game companies are a lot more likely to sort of like keep publishing new games with completely new content that have the same controls and visuals as old games, whereas right. we're much more likely to just essentially release the same game every year, like Madden 
Yeah. Fucking, I don't know why sports games are still a thing. Dude, that is one like, of our topics. They literally they literally sell for like two ninety nine <laughs> like at the end of the year. Like, yeah. like, it's like legit, dude. Yeah. Like it makes no sense. They they just every game still. every GameStop has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of copies of like old editions of Madden just sitting in their back room that yeah. are worth like five cents a piece. I don't still, understand so, why they don't like I haven't bought a sports game in at least three years. The best Madden game to this day is still Madden 2000. It's the best one. The best one. Well, have you played the more recent ones? Nope. Yeah, I have, actually. Okay, all right. But, um, yep, that's the best one. Because you get to put in codes and get the Sugar Buzz. That's the greatest team. That is it. Yeah, Sugar Buzz, man. What the hell is that? It's It's a, like, fake team with, like, the highest stats in the game. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Madden 2000 is the best Madden game. It's over. It's over. I think 2000, uh, Madden 2008 or 10 or something like that, I played that with a borrower a lot. I think I sold it, though. I don't have it anymore. But I had a lot of fun playing that game. But, like, there's just, like, the thing about sports games with me, man, is that, like, you can do everything right and properly within a game and still, like, the characters will... Oh, I I didn't catch the ball because my hands weren't positioned exactly the way it would have been positioned if this was like 0.5 millimeters to the left or whatever. There's so much uncertainty in those games. Like you can you can be very skilled at a game and still not do well. well I think it's cuz you're technically playing with real people. So, like <laughs> there's a lot of math in that game for no reason. <laughs> there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of just um not what's the word I'm looking for? Probability. Yeah. There aren't any like glitchy power ups and shit like that. It's not NFL Blitz anymore. Right. Right. And you know, like people like, you know, EA Sports or whatever, they take their time and like they really build those games and like make it good. EA Sports, how old is am I? Two K <laughs> games. Like right? EA right. Sports doesn't make fucking games anymore. I remember doing just electronic arts. Yeah. EA but, big. Uh, but yeah, dude, like Nah, it's it's just it's too much, man. Like, uh, uh the fuck, it's too much. Yeah, what the fuck is that curry? What the that, fuck? That, Sorcery Saga, Curse of the Sorry, Great Curry. Sorry, looking game? at my recommendations on Amazon based on the video games I've bought, and it's recommending Sorcery Saga, Curse of the Great Curry Card, Curse, <laughs> Curse of the Great Curry Guard, and I know nothing about this oh this game. This and apparently, game. it's a dungeon crawler with curry, and that yeah. sounds amazing. What? But there are no <laughs> screenshots and there are no videos, and I've never heard of this. What the fuck is going on That's here? A video. I got a video. Am I missing that? Here you go. Whoop. <clears throat> that is so strange. Yeah. Sorry. No, <laughs> that's. Don't be sorry. I am looking into it now because now I'm just like. My uh, you might not want to. It's like Lollycon. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> You don't know a lot of is like little girls, Japanese anime, Japan anime, little girls. Yeah, I'm, I'm chibi with shit, chibi, 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 chibi hey. is cool, right? No, right? No, okay, all right. All right, fourteen. It's not cool. Yeah. Well, it is. Cool. <laughs> you forgot to turn your head to the side and wink. You have to do that too. Rockley <laughs> springtime of youth. Um, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? We've gone to some very strange places today. This has been yeah. an interesting podcast, to say the least. 
Um, okay, next topic. <laughs> cat in here? My cat's not in here. That was weird. <laughs> no, because like I heard something on my bed, and I was like, the fuck is that? So, anyway. It's not your cat. I'm a cat, not my cat. He's got some chick back there, you know, whatever. Just woke up, and he's like, ah, I gotta do a podcast. She didn't move, so now she moved. <laughs> It's a he. Thank oh. you very much. And he's and he's proud of that. <laughs> I was talking about a female, not a cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you still going? Anyway, still going? moving right along. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, good times. <laughs> I need someone's Victini. Anybody want to trade me a Victini? I don't have one of those because I don't have a Pokemon game. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, you. I have old Pokemon games. I just finished buying all the Pokemon games. Except so I'm, Yellow. I'm ready for X and Y. No, I bought that. You, I told you I was going to let you. <laughs> you, you didn't let me have it fast enough. So I'm <laughs> Sorry. It's at my mom's place. I can't just like, hey, by the way, I'm here. You can ask her to mail it to you. Ask my mom to mail me stuff. Nah, I guess that's a thing. Yeah. yeah people still mail stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, next topic. <laughs> Some people are complaining that there are too many indie games at the forefront of attention in this next-gen saga, and AAA games are taking a back seat. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they need to be more inventive. Like, AAA yeah. games aren't getting forefront because, like, yes, they're very pretty in the next-gen, but for the most part, they're the same game we've already seen. Like, They have to be a lot safer about the decisions they make. Yeah, and that's another one of the reasons why I'm really happy that KG and Inafune decided to to branch off and do his own thing. Is that he can still he can still have his franchise, but still do inventive things with it. Because like every Mega Man I've, game I've played has, it's essentially the same thing, but it's felt so different each time. Yeah. And so like Mega Man X Four is still my favorite game. Oh, there's my cat. Hang <laughs> on. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I. Uh... <clears throat> I don't know. Like, uh... Fucking... Indie games are cool, but, like, they don't have as much last ability as AAA games, I guess. Um... I was kind of tempted to buy Fez, though. That looked like a really fun game. Mm. But I kind of knew that, like, after I beat it, like, I wouldn't go back and play it again. Well, I, so, I beat Flower, and I still play that. Yeah, that's cool. And, like, uh, I just started... <laughs> I just started playing Journey, and I, I like I wanted to see what all the Journey hype is was awesome. about. Yeah, it's I played so cool. I played Journey like I've replayed that game like five times, but mostly because I'm missing like that one last like little sparkle piece, mm. so I can have the white cloak or whatever. I have all the other ones, but I don't have one of them. It sucks. Yeah. Like the first time I played with someone, like he showed me where to get all the pieces, so I was yeah. like, oh yeah, cool, awesome. Yeah, dude, Journey is so it's like it's it's such a magical experience. Like every time. Like, it's such a simple idea, simple concept, but it's just the way that it's done. And, like, like this is one game that doesn't have voice chat that it works well because it's a game where you can sit down and relax and, like, someone can join in or out of your game without you even really knowing. And then You can, it, you can ping people, though. Yeah, you can ping people. And, like, that, that in its own is a way to communicate with people. And my gripe about Dragon's Crown that I said in my review is that there is no way to do that in that game. It'd be you know? easier to play Journey if you knew more yeah, I guess it would be. <laughs> it would be. Yeah, but I would, I would, I wouldn't mind having voice chat in that game. But at the same time, I don't mind not having it because, like, it's such a relaxing experience. It would take away from the game. 
And a big thing about Journey too is you're starting. You're just like, what the hell is going on? Like, right. And, it's and just, if somebody, it's just, somebody else were there, they'd probably be like, oh yeah, this is this just, is the story. Just go that way and then do yeah. that. And it's like it's all about the discoverability in that game. So it's like we're getting experiences in indie in indie titles that you won't get in AAA. Or like the other thing too I mentioned before is that like developers are taking stuff from indie development and putting that into the AAA games. So I don't understand what the bitching is coming from. Like, you don't have to buy all these. Like, they're they're um, like Transistor is a game that I'm really interested in. Uh, I've mentioned before Octodad. Um, is this a game called Hohokam coming out? I don't think you guys have heard of it. It's it's essentially it's like Journey in the sense that it it it's more of like an experience as opposed to just like a game where you have points and you die and stuff like that. But it's like you're 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 traversing an area and you're like a snake, but you also have like interactive elements within the environment that do different things depending on like what you're doing to the environment and the music is going to that as well so you're seeing like a lot of stuff like that but like that stuff is easily digestible it's only like five bucks or whatever it's 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 just like people just want something to complain about i really think that's all it is i think that the big thing is that people want to see like you know new system the first thing they want to see is something that looks amazing mm. and with indie developers they're not going to look you're, they're not going to tax the system's limits in terms of graphics, and that's what people want to see. I guess that's true. It's all about perception, I guess, and the I guess the timing of when it's all coming. Yeah. Huh. I'm. I speaking of AAA. Every time I see Killzone Shadowfall, I keep getting blown away more and more. Like um, Maliku was on our last podcast. He said in his video, it's like he got a chance to finally get it hands on with the multiplayer. And he was like, basically, it's like <laughs> Halo Two meets Killzone 2, and they just had a baby on steroids. That's like, you, you gotta really like FPS to, like, fucking shoot shit over and over again. <laughs> like, all the time. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but, like, the but other a thing, lot of people do. And yeah. the, the, thing, the other thing, too, though, I think people downplay this a lot, because a lot of people still go online. They'll, they'll join into a room, and they, they won't have their friends with them, and they won't be voice chatting. A big part of the reason why... First-person shoes are so popular is because you can talk to so many people at once, and you can coordinate with people, and like you can develop, you can make the game better by being social. And I think that's that's a that's one of the biggest takeaways I think from this next generation of, of game is that you'll see more games um, become more popular because more people are able to communicate with each other either while they're playing or about about the game. So like if I'm streaming on Twitch more people are, are more invested in it because they can bring other people into the experience and they can create more scenarios within the game that actually exists. Mm. So I understand why a lot of people do get fatigued from first-person shooters, but at the same time, I have some of my favorite memories online playing first-person shooters, and it's because of the people. Mm. So, you know, people, people can make or break your experience online. Like, a lot of people won't fuck with Microsoft's, you know, Xbox Live because... They've been cursed out by, you know, enough 10-year-olds to last them a lifetime. They don't want to do it anymore. So, like, some people just won't, won't put their headphones on and they won't get as much enjoyment out of it as the people who, like, party up with their friends and, like, hang out and, like, you know, they're all talking about, like, what's going on in their lives. And, like, I remember Rainbow Six Vegas. Like, I literally played that just constantly all the time. And, like, some of the people I met playing that I still play with and talk to outside of gaming to this day. I remember playing Counter-Strike in my Java class in high school and being able to play with the three people sitting next to me. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, that's, that's probably another big reason why you're not really that big into first-person shooters now is that you, like, 
the community aspect of playing with other people if if it's not as prominent as it is you know with well i like i like first person shooters only if it's like a cool game with a story to go behind like i like time splitters mm. time splitters is an awesome first person shooter you can play with a monkey you can play with a tyrannosaurus rex you know mm. like that's fucking awesome <laughs> i'm starting i'm starting to get into borderlands but like i i have a lot of problems with borderlands uh fuck borderlands right now uh and like you know everything else just seems like it's been like fucking like done to death that's what? it. That's that's just it. It's just like, oh, all right, get this gun. Oh, what does this gun do? Oh, pull the trigger. Cool. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, what is it about Borderlands that you don't like? Uh, this like implied RPG element where I have like I can level up and get like skills with my weapon and shit. Like for the gratuitous amount of people that I murder, I love. I don't level up quickly enough. Like, I really do not. Like, I'm supposed to go and, like, do all these fucking side quests yeah. for, to get EXP. Like, dude, like, I'm shooting these, like, stupid-ass monkey fucking gorilla shits in the head, like, constantly. <laughs> constantly. And I've only gone up two levels. Like, you gotta be fucking shitting me, bro. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and, like, there's so many. Like, I really don't see, like, with all the skills that you have and, like, like, some of them take, like, I don't know, like, five skill points. Like, how is it possible? Like, I'm level 17, and I got, like, two tabs on, like, two different, like, one tab on two different skill trees, like, full. And it's, like, this that's technically, like, ten skill points, like, not 17. Like, <laughs> like what's going on? Yeah. Fuck yeah. that game. It is, <laughs> Borderlands is kind of obnoxious in that it takes you, like, you have to get to, like, the higher levels before the characters even feel all that different. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're exactly the same until level, like, 7. And yeah. after that, like, before you get any really good abilities, you have to be, like, level 20-something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I fucking I hate this shit. But I'm still playing it just because, like, I got it for, like, 7 bucks. So well, I like Borderlands because it's, it, it, it has a really interesting story. It's hilarious. And yeah, it's again, still interesting, yeah. When you play it with more than one person, it becomes even better. Yeah, yeah, I think I need to do that because like I'm playing it alone and this shit is fucking pissing me the fuck. <laughs> like, I hate this thing. I hate it so much. Like, oh my god, like the fucking the thresher, that fucking thing, the big ass fucking thresher. Dude, like, that. Yeah. Uh, I was about to call him something really bad, but. <laughs> But, like, that dude, he killed me, like, 20 times. Like, 20-plus times before I just, like, looked it up online. I was like, just go across the bridge and then shoot him. And I did that, and I ran out of ammo. And I was like, all right, so I got to run back to the beginning of the level, buy some ammo, come back, and then, like, fuck this game. Fuck this game. <laughs> done. I'm done. I'm done. I ended up killing him with a, a pistol that did explosive damage. Like, that was, that was it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's not fun! <laughs> It's tedious. It's pretty tedious. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I, I think I touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, do you think that more people are going to be getting into PC gaming as a result of both the PS4 and the Xbox One now basically very much in line with PCs? Um, no, because I still think the Xbox still has zombies. Uh... I think, um, and I think we said this earlier too, that like there are some titles that you just won't see on PC, like Nintendo games, unless you get emulators, right. which are illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just won't see on PC ever, mm-hmm. um, unless Nintendo comes out with like a computer. 
then <laughs> it's over, you know? Right. And I think um, PC gaming is just a very different atmosphere, too. Like, it requires you to spend a lot more money overall because you're constantly going to have to be upgrading if you want to continue to, like, play with the best experience. Yeah. Um, that's the reason why you do PC gaming is so that you can kind of get that best experience. Yeah, but then, you know, six months down the road, you don't have that anymore. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. PC gaming is also a very different experience in terms of like implementation. Mm. Uh, I think consoles will always have a place. And I think that there might be more PC gamers, but not a substantial amount. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of hear you on that. Like I said before, I'm, I'm finally getting myself back into PC gaming. Um, but I thought about this a little bit and I was like, should I, should I even bother eventually getting an Xbox One if I'm going to be playing on PC? And it comes. Or we talked about this before the podcast was being recorded, and I guess it comes down to the fact that like Microsoft releases pretty much all of the exclusive content that's on Xbox also on PC, so it's not it. really exclusive. Which is it's kind of a <laughs> um, false advertising, I guess. It's like only on Xbox can you play Mass Effect, and also on PC. <laughs> only on Xbox can you play Halo. Or Gears of War, but it's also on PC. Gears of yep. War is on PC. Yep. For what? Like who's who's what? Really? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna get that. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing you can buy. Yeah. I mean, also, it's kind of hard to buy PC games. So few people buy them now that, like, if you walk into like a Best Buy, there's not many. You have to buy them, and, mostly and they're kind of hidden. Yeah. yeah. Um, PC gaming is definitely really not all that popular right now when it comes to AAA titles when it comes to other things it's it's big but well i feel like it's it's a lot more popular now because especially since technology is so much more accessible than it used to be um when it comes to like you know if you if you get like a baseline computer now it's coming with at least four gigs of ram whereas back when 2005 and six were around you know you were lucky to get two gigs of ram as like a standard yeah and like even then like you know one one gig of that ram or or more than that is used for the operating system, and then the rest is used for whatever else you need to do for gaming. So I feel like the technology has come down to the point where, um, like someone was making this argument the other day that like the consoles that are coming out now aren't necessarily more powerful than P- the high-end PCs, whereas when the 360 and Xbox and uh, PS3 came out, they were more powerful um, coming out the gate. But I think that just comes down to like, now technology is so much more accessible. And like we can, we figured out how to utilize more to get more out of the memory that we're given. Yeah. So like you don't need to have that much RAM to to run certain games anymore. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that upgrading thing. We'll see. In, I guess in the long run, what that means. But I feel like not as many PC gamers are having to upgrade as often as they used to. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a thing. But the, I don't know. There's still always something to be said for the experience being the same. Mm. For everybody who has a PS3 or everybody who has like an Xbox 360, yeah. whereas everybody who plays it on PC has like a different experience in terms of the way the game plays, in terms of the game, the way the game looks, right. in terms of what control scheme they use. Yes, there's sure. some there's something very good to be said for like like reliability and solidarity. Right, I guess standardization across the board, so people are on le- uh, level playing fields when it comes to. Yeah, I don't know. And plus, there's the whole, like, you know, you can... In PC games, you can't really, like, have all your friends, you know, in one room and, like, playing a game. Yeah. You can do that. Oh, you can have a LAN party. Well, yeah, but everyone has to bring their own <laughs> PCs. 
<laughs> hey guys, we have a land party. Yeah, all right, cool. I just need to bring a truck because we need. We got a lot of consoles we need to bring over there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even that's easier now than it used to be because laptops now are like still not quite on par with desktops. But like my my laptop's perfectly able to play games. Like, so that's a lot more possible than it used to be too. Like to that's just true. have everybody bring their laptops and play a game. That's true, I guess. Um, let's see, let's see. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we could talk a little bit about, about the the PS4 and Vita hype. Do you think Do you think we're going to see a, a resurgence of Vita performance, or is it kind of uh, on its last legs at this point? Like, even though they're doing all this stuff to kind of make the Vita more appealing, and like all the integration with PS4 and all these indie games that are cross-play and stuff like that, if they actually do everything they say they're going to do with the PS4, like if I can play any PS4 game from my Vita anywhere, I see sales going up by a lot. Mm. But they also promised that before, and it never happened. Right. So I don't know if it's actually a true, a real thing. Yeah, the Vita, the Vita still kind of sucks, if you ask me. <laughs> I love like, the, the system's great. Like the actual system's great. It just doesn't, it doesn't have the support. I just, I'm, I'm having more fun with my 3DS, even if I'm not playing it. <laughs> I don't even make sense. <laughs> like seriously, like um, what? Yeah, having more fun with my 3ds. Cause all I'm gonna do with my Vita is like buy old PlayStation games and beat them in like a day. Because now I'm an adult, so whatever. <laughs> like, whatever, dude. Oh, that's like I, 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 I legitimately like. I'm more excited. For games that may release or games that I don't have yet on my 3DS, than I am about like trying to get a Vita and trying to play games like Terraware or some shit like that, oh, or like a fucking. So I love the uh, Tokyo Jungle mm. when it was on the PS3, and I, there was crossplay with that with the Vita. But now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck that. Um. So yeah, this is basically me. And I'll still say, like, cross-play, the big problem is, like, I'm not buying the same game twice. I'm not I'm not buying the same game for two systems. If you yeah. want to cross-play it, like, like you suggested, make it so that I can download another version of it for cheap or include it with the PS3 game. Right. If they did that with the PS3 games, if, if like, more developers included a Vita game with the PS3 game, sales would go up by a lot, too, but they also wouldn't be making any money off of those Vita games. Right. So I, I don't. But they I would be know. making the money off the, the PlayStation game. Like you might get more people interested in buying it on PS3. Yeah. Which in turn would kind of, you know, like if some people were like, "Oh, I'm not going to get either of these games." Like Dragon's Crown, for example. Like I'm not going to get either because you know, it's. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not really that interested. In, like I would like to do that, and then like if they did that, then it might be incentive for people to purchase it. But that also means they need to have like a whole team, porting the game to the Vita, to not sell any copies. And that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. <sighs> I guess that's true. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys at home have enjoyed this episode of the Black Oni Podcast. This is episode 10. Nice. Woo. Yeah, we're on the one zero. It's like our... Double digits, baby. <laughs> Double digits. Right. Oh, my God. What, what's going to happen when we get to, like, 50? Um, hopefully we have hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and and all of us have girlfriends. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, that should be a thing. We should all have girlfriends by then. If by episode 50 we don't have girlfriends, we're doing online dating. <laughs> all right. Anyway. I'm going to hold you to that. 
Because I'm definitely not doing it by myself. <laughs> not we're, we're in this together. I just hope yeah. we don't get matched up with each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>